0: Hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, yeah, but still, I'm your host, Jack. This is I'm Brandon Wardell. Um, so last week's episode went really good,
1: Brandon. Um, yeah, I had a lot of good feedback. I I got some good feedback. I got some. There's there's like there was a negative comment about you on my really on on like my Instagram post about about last week.
0: Really. I, mean, I hate when people do that.
1: I mean, yeah, I guys, I just wanna say, like, you don't to compliment one of us, you don't have to tear the other down. Yeah. Just compliment both of us or none of us.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get your fans are probably loyal. I mine are too.
1: Right. Compliment both of us or none of us. Yeah. Just compliment yeah. the pod. Right. Like or somebody don't. so I'm not gonna shout out their username. I don't wanna give this kind of stuff. You know, I don't yeah. I I don't wanna like signal boost negativity no yeah i haven't no. um what was it but then? somebody said man your friend's voice is annoying but i'll keep trying wow i know um, yeah. is my voice that annoying I I, don't it's think not no, it I,
0: can't be more annoying than yours there's
1: we have some vocal fry maybe i think it's fine um that um, but um, sucks um but yeah i don't you know dude i let that stuff slide
0: up. off me i don't really care yeah, people say stuff about you on mine, too. Um,
1: yeah, I don't like that. I get
0: emails. Um, you know, people, they say, like, oh, you're always talking over Jack. Like, let Jack talk. You interrupt him. Um, I have one here. A comment on my page says, um, Brandon looks like a twat. Yeah, they, they're talking these about, are how
1: about uh, these are photos of us as children. So that's kind of mean. He said you look like a twat, so mean. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, this one says... This one's weirdly like constructive. Um this one's like, "Hey, I really loved the episode, but I got to say that Brandon really carries the comedic weight of the podcast and most of the bits that are memorable are generally uh, you know, it's it's generally Brandon that uh, a
0: comment says that."
1: Yeah, that's what it said. You're it's not you saying that? No, this is um uh Andre 3000. That was his username.
0: This. Yeah, the rapper. Okay, yeah. Um, well, actually, um, here I have a comment here from a person that commented on my page named uh-huh. um, guys Internet um, Guy uh, Internet Guy Ten said. Um,
1: internet Guy Ten.
0: Yeah, um, he said that it's pretty clear that Jack actually does carry. Most of the way to the podcast because Jack bought all of the equipment. Uh, they recorded Jack's house, and he, he has to edit um, all of the episodes. And Brandon doesn't know how to edit, and I have to do hours of. Jack has to do hours of work, even after Brandon leaves. And ha- Brandon's pretty lucky and has no idea how much technical work Jack has to do. Um, and That's what this
1: comment said. Y- yeah, the comments comment said. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was uh, Internet Guy Ten. He said that on my Instagram, so hmm. I mean, I think, yeah, it's just a mean comment, but I think
1: yeah, it makes a little sense. So hmm, this comment says um, that we have a guest, we have a guest in this episode, and That's Brandon's true. the one that booked him. Oh, so this comment says really? that oh, Brandon did a, a lot of the scheduling work and like you know sort of reached out, and it's funny that that person thinks that. Um, Oh! I oh wow! Yeah, I, I mean, com- again, I'm just repeating what these comments. Yeah, no, you know? no, 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 no,
0: it's not you. Uh, I have a comment here that says actually um, that Jack was also talking to the guest the entire time separately and really did as much of a job booking it as Brandon. And this comment thinks it's very strange that Brandon would be taking credit for booking this guest. Who said that? This was um, Soccer King nineteen. Soccer King? Yeah, it's on my, uh, It's you can't. You probably can't see it. But yeah, it's pretty interesting.
1: <sighs> hmm.
0: Also. Also what? Oh, no, he just, another comment is saying that actually Jack had to talk the guest into coming out of the podcast in the first place because he had reservations about Brandon. Not sure if he even liked him at all. And Jack had to call him. And oh, we, this comment says Jack that talked, Jack's
1: lying right now. And that that never happened. I'm reading this comment that says that um, we should start the show. Okay, yeah, we could do that. We'll talk about this off the air, honestly. Welcome back, everybody. I, this okay. This comment. I'm reading a comment here that says um, that I'm sorry. It says that it says Brandon's sorry for the way he acted and um, you, that we sh- we should just move on. Are you, are you sorry or well, is this no, the somebody com- else said this? But I agree. Okay. Um, this is somebody. Somebody else wrote that. But yeah, I'm.
0: Well, I'm sorry, too. I, there's not even a comment saying it, but I'm sorry. I, we shouldn't have fought. And um, um, we probably shouldn't have fought in front of our first guest. Um, mm. I guess we should just probably introduce him. We have sitting right here is um, Ezra Koenig uh, of the band Vampire Weekend, also the creator of the hit show. Hit? Can I say hit show?
2: The world will never know. I don't know. <laughs> no uh, Neo-Yokio. There's no numbers. There's no stats.
0: Neo-Yokio, the creator of Neo-Yokio. And um, yeah, welcome. And I'm really sorry that you just, um, you saw us, you know, get a little heated back there. So I'm sorry. Well, I've
2: never been on the show before. A couple you, some weird guys, and you got it very tense. Maybe that's just the vibe.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, we brought you, we kind of like
1: dragged you into it. And I'm sorry. um, He's the, the inaugural guest. Yeah. But oh, the, I'm the first guest. You're the first guest.
0: that whole bit where we were talking about like who you like better, me or Brandon. like I don't you could tell me later if you like me better, but like I'm sorry we did that in front of you, but either way, I'm just sorry. I'm gonna wait till after the podcast to make my final decision.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. anyway. also um, just up top, um this isn't uh related to the guest, um but I do want to apologize for um, how horny I got last episode. That's fair I, too. There's, I mean, it was, there's some people that are like, oh, we want you to be more horny on the podcast. I don't know if anybody's like that. <laughs> a lot of people have said that because I, uh, I apologized for how horny I got about 04 or Lohan. And also my girl got, got mad because I did an 04 Lohan appreciation post. And it's like, you're, you're jealous of a woman that doesn't exist anymore.
0: Yeah, that's understandable. Mm. Am, yeah. Um, well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, as I mentioned, uh, really excited to have you on. Um, both big fans of the show. We both intended the premiere.
2: That's right. Yeah, Neo I was happy Yokio. to have you.
0: So for anybody that doesn't know, Neo Yokio is kind of like this awesome hybrid anime starring um, Jaden Smith.
2: That's right. Son of Will. New album man. And Jada. Yeah, he just dropped an album. Shout out to Jaden.
1: Wow. Icon. Very you, good I didn't video. Listen to you.
2: Yeah, no. This is not Jaden's first album. He made this album kind of around the time that I first met him, where it was like an app. What? He's very forward-thinking. The the album was like in an app, so you downloaded the app and you could kind. It was like there was like a visual component to the album. He's just getting started,
1: you know. You can only listen to my. I'm I'm putting out a new album.
2: Really? I don't know if you know about comedy album.
1: Yeah, but I'm gonna do an ASMR album. This is an exclusive. This is an exclusive to the pod. I haven't announced this yet. Wait, really? Yeah, it's gonna come out in like January. Wow. I'm gonna do like a... Fl- I, like they want, you know they they wanted to do an album and I was like, I don't want to just do an album where it's me doing stand up at a club, so I'm gonna do an ASMR album That's where I'm cool. like whispering. I my think books. everybody
2: should make albums. That's
0: hilarious. Um, speaking of it's albums, only we you should can probably only
1: listen to it through an app. Also, it's called Grinder. <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah
0: <sighs> all right so ezra what have you been working on lately and um i'm gonna ask you about neo yokio
2: after but what are you yeah, no, to- it's fun it's funny. you <laughs> forgot about neo yokio the, i mean the truth is it, i've actually i've barely, you made it
1: so long ago
2: i made it so long ago we made it so long ago that i kind of um yeah it was this whole complex thing that we had to sit on it for about two years oh wow so that's, like, very strange. Because it ma- was for ADHD Because we Fox, made it for right? Fox, and then the animation studio closed, and then we sold it to Netflix, which was cool, but the contract took forever, so, you know, it's very bizarre to sit on
1: something for years. I mean, two that's years. crazy that, that... So, like, Fox, like, owned it. Yes. And then they you had to, like... How'd you get it back?
2: I think we just asked... Well, you know, because Netflix Mafia? paid them
1: or something. I don't oh, know. yeah. We made them an offer. They can't I don't refuse. know how all
2: this stuff works, but the... But so basically, yeah, I've been working on the next Vampire Weekend album for two years. So when they said Neo was finally coming out, also just imagine that you like make this like weird ass stoner cartoon when you're like, what it was fully <laughs> conceptualized mm-hmm. in like 2014, 2015. You yeah, know, wow. it was really like kind of our take. On what the world looked like in 2014, 2015, and then imagine it comes out. Those wow! Pretty, right. it still works. Yeah, well, yeah, I think it still works, but it was yeah. pretty wacky two years to go by. Oh, so, absolutely. So, so anyway, I kind of felt like. Uh, luckily, some people got it. A lot of people did not get it, but
1: the the funny who didn't thing, who didn't get it.
2: The, I don't know, just like kind of weird.
1: Uh, the like hardcore otaku's and like Nazis, well, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Some of the Nazis got it.
1: I felt, I f- Ezra Koenig loves his Nazi fans. Yeah, that's going to be the only you heard thing. It. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't care what your background is. If you fuck with me, I fuck with you. No, the,
2: no of course... Yeah, but no. There were some Nazi types who didn't like it right off the bat when they saw the trailer. there, yeah. there is they're writing the craziest shit. Like, there's an interracial kiss in this. Like, really bizarre. Right. Like triple, scary triple stuff. parentheses. As well. well I mean, yeah. yeah, and also, I mean, there, there's always it's hilarious that there's this weird Nazi anime connection.
0: Yeah, the, the crossover so, still takes a lot to
2: digest
1: that we're living well, in cause that world. Yeah. Because in anime, like, it's all it is Japanese, but they're all white people. Yeah, for the most part.
2: Well, that's debatable, too. I mean, generally, because I had to think about this when yeah. we were working with the, our Japanese partners, is that the interesting thing about anime is outside of maybe hair color, mm-hmm. a, a character that's Japanese or Caucasian can sometimes look exactly the same. True. It's not always clear. Whereas with black characters, there's been like a lot of very problematic depictions of black characters <laughs> in anime <laughs> yeah. over the years. Oh, in so DBZ.
1: What? In like Dragon Ball oh, yeah, Z. there's Mr. Yeah. Popo.
2: <laughs> um so even even for on our show there even just right off the bat and everybody worked with was cool but sometimes we'd send them um some like rough ideas of what characters should look like and there some of the early drafts we got back all the black characters tended not to look like mm-hmm. anime and i'm not saying that they drew them as caricatures mm-hmm. they just drew them in a different style yeah and we we're kind of like no make them look like more of the same unit. It, it was like a weird process but anyway i think some Nazis didn't like it, but the thing that was the most interesting to me was that there seemed to be a big debate about the tone of it. Oh yeah, there was some debate about whether or not like certain lines, like "you don't deserve this big Toblerone," were meant to be funny. Yeah, and here's mm. the thing: I'm not mm-hmm. a professional comedian like you. I, I at the end of the day, like I just wanted to. I didn't want to make something kind of weird. And the comedy that I like anyway would veer towards like. Xavier, Renegade, Angel, Weirdo, Adult yeah. Swim stuff, and the guy I worked with, Nick. Yeah, Widenfeld, Vernon came, Chapman is like. I met the Vernon greatest. through Nick, so yeah. you know, and Nick was used to be at Adult Swim, and Wonder so.
1: Shows in, and so yeah. I,
2: I don't want. So I never wanted to like go out on record and be like, of course it's supposed to be funny, because oh, at the end of the day, you know, I'm like at best like a mildly humorous person with like a lighthearted take on the world. I hate. I, I never wanted to put myself out there as being like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be
1: funny, because because that implies that. I think I'm funny. Well, that We're, also shouldn't <laughs> be on you to like come out and be like, hey, these jokes are supposed to be funny.
0: Yeah, you should just well, do like a director's bonus track of audio where you're just pointing out which ones are jokes. That's a joke. Yeah, no, that I've, one's yeah, a joke. I'm
2: sure you've all been in the position sometimes where somebody's showing you something they made, and like you, you don't laugh, and they're kind of like, you didn't think that was funny. Oh, you're like, oh, oh was yeah. it wasn't supposed to be.
0: All so, the time. It's usually but, the reverse. Like, somebody will send me something serious, and I'll... Just be not sure how to be viewing it. Like, is this a joke or do you enjoy One of, like, this? Like, document? This is
2: a brilliant satire of if, like a total dipshit was writing an essay. <laughs> I love it. This reminds me of the most. Pre- you're, you're
1: skewering the pretension <laughs> yeah. of fucking morons. One of my worst interactions in LA was when I first moved here, and I lived in this. I lived in this really shitty apartment where my roommate lived behind like a shower curtain uh-huh. <laughs> in the living room. Like, yeah, it's like. That, you know, there there weren't enough rooms for you know this this guy, so he made it a room, and he like invited these like fucking like coat girls over, just these like girls that were like real yacked out, and um, like they made me watch like their entire web series. Oh, uh, made me watch wow. like <laughs> like they did like three lines, and they were like, you gotta watch six episodes of this Oof. shitty web series about. Living in L.A. Oh, no, it wasn't good? No, it was awful. I I don't think if, if they uh, were the type of people that made a good web series, they'd be hanging boy, out Why, that's such an man. original
0: good idea, the, the concept of just yeah. people living in L.A. and what life
1: is
2: like. It's a groundbreaking yeah. idea. I, yeah, all, the, all the ideas are the same. It's about how they All ideas are the same. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, so the the idea of where they're not something's supposed to be funny, also I find, like, so boring, too, because the... It's like either you enjoy it or you don't. but but also of you know, even anything I've ever made, the one thing that I liked about it is with Vampire Weekend, when we first came out, because we were just preppy and everybody knew that we went to uh college, everybody a lot of the negative reaction tended to be like. Oh, you think you're smarter than me, college boy? <laughs> oh, you went to fucking oh, you went to some fancy school? Oh, you think you're smarter than me? And I'd always be like, no, we're, we think this is kind of funny, and people would be like, oh yeah, yeah, you fucking pretentious. I know, I know your type, and I'd be like, you're so fucking rich, and I'd be like, no, 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 not really. So anyway, there was something funny like, about uh, finally making something where it was the kind of reverse reaction where the people, their reaction was like, the people who made this are idiots. I f- I find this funny. Like so, I saw a lot of this reaction. Uh, I find this funny, yeah. Because I find it funny because it's so dumb. Whereas the people who made it, they didn't. They didn't find it funny in the same way. I, I'm actually smarter than them, and I was kind of cool with that because I was like, I'd really, I'd rather have people think they're smarter than me than think that I think I'm smarter than them. You yeah. Know? I mean, Absolutely.
1: Vampire Weekend like started as a joke, right? Like,
2: well, everything's a joke. I mean, yeah. I I do have a pretty, I don't know how to put it. I, to me, everything is slightly is a bit of a joke. I mean, starting a band and choosing what clothes you're going to wear and getting on stage <laughs> and singing is yeah. hilarious. Right? It was hilarious when the Beatles did it. It's hilarious
1: when mm-hmm. One Direction does it. It's hilarious when anybody does it. The so. idea of like calling up your voice and being like, "Hey, let's start a band." <laughs> it's, I, it's like everything like doing a podcast.
2: The, yeah, like I mean, I
1: mean, doing a podcast absolutely like everything I, is. I guess yeah. also
2: i don't know i I, is, I essentially feel like life is meaningless as especially as I get older, so increasingly i'm which is not to say that you shouldn't do your best to help people and make sure people are free from suffering, right. but on some basic level, there was something funny about vampire weekend, so at least in terms of like the clothes we chose and stuff, there was certainly a sense of humor, and everything that I've ever liked, all the me- people that I love uh Songwriters, musicians, have had a sense of humor. Which is not to say that they're necessarily like comedians. I think there's something really like right. a professional comedian is at such a high level. It's one of the things that I admire uh, more than any other artistic profession. But I think everything should have some sense of humor. So thank you. This, yeah. I was thinking more of like Dave Chappelle, but you. <laughs> I mean, you, you, too.
1: you. Yeah. Thank you.
2: No, no. <laughs> but I really do admire the. Uh, a com- I, I admire. I think comedy is one like stand-up comedy is one of the highest art forms if you can really get on stage just a microphone i also maybe feel that way because when we go on tour you have to like get 20 people to come help you and you need lights and you need all right. this shit so the fact that you or a comedian can go up there with just a microphone or a is comedia. incredible or i mean or any other yeah. co- or any comedian. other com- so anyway <laughs> i don't know this idea of what is there is not a joke <laughs> i don't know so I, I just always felt like it's a no, little I, funny, I like what is or is not a joke. It's it's really. I always like to be charitable too when I like when people, even when people tell me like, I don't know. Well, I mean, like I Taylor it, Swift yeah. did this for that reason. I, I, my vibe is always like she might have, maybe she didn't, and that's fine. Yeah, people read into things too much.
1: Also, "Ready for It is a good song, by the way. Yeah,
0: I I um I always just thought it was funny because I a lot of people that I knew. Who watched the show with no context had a similar reaction. Like an editor that I was working with, who was a big fan, but he, um, when he found out that I knew you, he had like a lot of questions. He's like, "Oh, is it?" He was like nervously asking, "Like, is it supposed to be like corny?" Like, I don't get it. Like, is it supposed to be corny? And I'm like, I don't think it's corny. I mean, it's just like if you know the, it's Jaden Smith and you, all the jokes are just a very similar style where it's like deadpanned the topic of what they're discussing is
2: hilarious, but they're talking about it in a serious way. I don't think it's that well, crazy. And also like I didn't it's also surprised me because some part of me is like, are you are you guys not, not really that familiar with anime? Right. Like yeah. the It's anime, a lot of it is like a- making fun of anime tropes and well, shit. Well, yeah, and yeah. that's also another thing is that I didn't want to come out and and I think maybe maybe I could have won over a few dorks if I if from the start I'd been like, hey guys. Here's our hilarious skewering of anime. But that's not right either. Yeah. Because I actually, I admire anime, but like when I sit at home sometimes and watch like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and I suddenly like see it through the eyes of my girlfriend or something, she's like, why are they explaining everything? (laughs) It's, And again, I also hate to generalize about anime because what, what we're having fun with is using some of the language of a very specific vein of anime that I love yeah and i partially i do find it kind of funny is when you know like in in some of these shows where people I, you know actually once do you guys uh, when there's like this kind of viral video I, maybe it was on Instagram or twitter or something that was a bunch of dudes uh showing what an anime basketball game was like uh, so so yeah. in the game, and this is like i think some summarizes a certain vein of anime and partially why we love it and right. there's there's something fun about it and, and funny. Is that these guys are playing and they're kind of acting out what would, in an actual basketball game, be a two second maneuver. Yeah. And in this, it's like, he's really going for it. <laughs> he's really, oh my God. And like the guy's sl- like moving, you know, really. And it's just like a yeah. guy kind of just like, you know, crossing somebody up. And yeah. and it's this like kind of long explanation. So, but to, even then, I think there's something fun about it. Is it, it. live it's, action it's dudes? It's live action dudes being fun, rat. kind of having fun with it. So, yeah, there's something, I love, I don't know, I, and it's not just anime, you've I love like people. You've seen the
1: like Spongebob anime opening, right? No. The, like, it's just somebody recreating the, <laughs> it's just somebody, it's just like if Spongebob was an anime, and, yeah, look, it, I assumed that you saw the video. <laughs> one of the, one of the best things to you, do in a pod. Yeah. I just assumed that you, had seen the video, but then nobody had seen it, and it. so it's like, no, well, no, I'm I not can, gonna Can you, just, c- you fucking,
0: just describe it more, I'm sure we it'll can get just, funny.
1: Uh, we can just pull it up. Yeah. But
2: but you know what I mean. Like the there was something about that show. Like some people were kind of like, oh, this is a meme show. And I was like thinking about <laughs> when I first started watching. And I was like, yeah, no shit. Like <laughs> a
0: little. I mean, I, I think memes got made by the show for sure. The Toblerone thing got like really
2: big. Well, but but if you had asked me when when whenever we started it three years ago, and again, there was something about the show that was supposed to be very. When I was trying to think about, like, really what this... Because some people were also asking questions, like, is this a critique of capitalism or something? And my whole point is, like, if you don't already think capitalism's bad, you're a goddamn moron. And if you need a cartoon to convince you, you're a real goofball. So let's just, like, assume that capitalism is bad. Let's just assume that you live in America and you have some vague understanding of what's happening. Let's assume it's bad. And then just kind of watch this with that assumption in mind versus, like, this idea that me and Jaden were going to kind of, like, finally convince some anime fans that capitalism was better. yeah
1: jaden so, smith is in the dsa right he might be he has a rose what yeah jaden rose- smith should put a rose emoji in his but, display name yeah i don't know I, but
2: it, my point is that we we're just kind of trying to present and even this idea of is it satire is it not satire i mean as we've seen like in some ways like our current world is like beyond satire yeah there's something about even just like showing things as they are that's so in a weird way, I don't think Neo Yoki is, like, insane. I think it's like, it's, like, a vision of how insane the world was in 2015. And the world continues to be insane. I, I thought it was an amazing show. Um, I loved it. Uh, and it's him. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I've been, it's been amazing, like, the kind of hardcore fan base of it. Like, how many people dressed up as Kaz no, for, sure, for yeah. Halloween and stuff. But anyway, my big point when you were asking me, like, what I'm up to is that I was working on it <laughs> for a week and i for a year and a half and then finally get the call okay, Netflix is ready to release Neo-Yoki, and I'm just like, oh, shit, that weird-ass cartoon I made? Okay, all right. That's amazing. And then I, t- I had to like, take a few weeks to kind of get out of the saddle like, and get back well, and yeah, go to release that, it. Well, yeah, because you,
1: like, logged back on. Right, you were yeah, because I was... We, the last time we hung out, you were, like, logged off.
2: Yeah, after the election, I basically logged off. and That's many, smart move. And it was kind of like a collective thing. Some other people close to me also logged off, and, you know, it's, like, weird... And it's you know, it's always good to do that. But then I was like, all right, I gotta tweet about the show a little bit. And since then I think I've found a decent middle ground where I can like still see what's happening. But I the it's even less that I logged off and more that because I still check what's going on sometimes, you but just I, I lost posting. the will to tweet. Yeah. And it never came back really. That's understandable. You lost the will to tweet. I fully lost the will to tweet. Because and I, I remember even before Trump was elected having that weird feeling of, like, you know, some days something terrible would happen, mm-hmm. a massacre, uh, you know,
1: bombing we, of civilians. Can you imagine if, like, nine eleven happened, like... With Twitter? Wa- with Twitter. Wow, yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy to think about. <laughs> Deep. Qu- hey, on everybody listening to this, you, I'm going to need you to close your eyes and what think if? about... If Twitter existed when 9-11 happened? What if they were Snapchatting during the Vietnam War? Whoa. That would be th- some fucked up shit. <laughs> that would be fucked yeah, up. Yeah, and
2: also, I mean, it's not... I don't always know if it's fair to blame. I I just can't well, remember. Well, no, it is,
1: like, unhealthy. It is, like... Well, it's yeah, all, okay, social you're, you're,
0: you're, media? More like right. anti-social no, media, bro. Can we and talk that's about,
1: the problem. Can we talk about Logic? The rapper? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was, so just, I was, was just talking it, about Logic
2: on, on my... Actually, the main thing that I wanted to promote while I'm here... Is not Vampire Weekend or Neil Yokio. It's, it's time. Larger. It's Time Crisis. My because oh. that's my closest thing to a podcast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, which is get really your, get your promo off. Which is hilarious dude. because t- I love Time Crisis. Is probably my favorite thing that I actually do. Oh yeah, I hate everything else. No, I
1: hate, I w- I, the last time I was on was the Democratic primaries. Oh right, and you're rude to Shelby Farrow. <laughs> <laughs> let's
2: give her. Let's give her another yeah.
1: apology on her. <laughs> no. You
2: apologize. No, I apologize. Do it in private. Yeah. Okay, all right.
1: <laughs> What'd you do to her? Uh, nothing. I was just being a Bernie bros.
2: <laughs> yeah, you were being. You gave. Not only did you make her feel uncomfortable, you gave Bernie Bros a bad name.
1: Uh, yeah, I've, I'm I I don't remember yeah. the details. But I'm why your DSA well, re- yeah. rose is coming off. <laughs> <laughs> Remove that rose immediately. Um, um, but
2: on time crisis, which it's also hilarious because. Time, yeah, we go through the the top songs on iTunes. So we we were just talking about Logic and the song, which is called one eight hundred two five five something something, and we're talking about how it's the suicide hotline number. The oh yeah, I'm gonna repeat some content, but I think it's fine because <laughs> Time Crisis is behind a paywall. You guys are in front of the paywall, right. Yeah. But we were just talking about how like. I don't know. I read some interview with him where he made it sound like he had a really difficult family life and genuinely struggled with I, depression. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I, feel I didn't know about, about that either. Asshole. Well, so I'm saying like, I'm going to give Logic the benefit of, jokes, of the doubt yeah. that he's not just like some happy-go-lucky guy who was like, depression's pretty hot right now. Suicide's hot. Let's make a song about it. It sounds like let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He's no, I
1: think that he's like coming from a very real place. I think he's but coming also, from a real place. But I don't but there like something that,
2: funny about. Well, not funny. I don't but like it's that like, when I'm
1: at the grocery store, I have to. That's listen exactly to what we were talking about. The suicide is that, song
2: is that there's when you make a song like that, a hardcore Logic fan knows the context and they're yeah. grappling with it. But at the end of the day. The hook of that song that you're hearing blaring out of like a little speaker at Quiznos in the Uber yeah. is just somebody over and over again just saying, I don't want to be alive. <laughs> and so we were just picturing like the guy at like Subway or Quiznos <laughs> just hearing that song five times a day, just like in this assembly line, just like slathering mayo on your foot footlong I know and just, just all day just hearing very quietly, I don't want to be alive. <laughs> just
0: borderline like. Schizophrenic symptoms Just a voice popping into his head Reminding him over and over again That you don't want to be alive
2: And then you're kind of like Yeah, but isn't it cool that that song Is teaching people about the suicide hotline You're like, not the guy at Quiznos Right Because it's not like they ever even spell out the number So whatever I'm not dissing logic And I'm not dissing logic at all
1: He might have killed himself by the second verse It's just He might have killed himself by the time he's like You don't have to die Right He might have already uh Boom (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, it, it, that's just
2: what's funny. It's like some sometimes I I had to listen th- to sh- that. So, shit I was at a sometimes. I was at a cat
1: cafe. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna have like a fun day at at the cat cafe, drink some coffee, pet some cats, and they were playing the Logic Suicide song, and I was like, I this is like this is the last place I want. You know, I wanna, yeah, that's where it's like this is in the vibe in, of the funky zone when it well, becomes a pop song. It's every the right, exactly
2: because. And look that again that's not Logic's fault he made it, and i i guarantee that song has saved lives
1: Well Damn. probably i don't know I, so, i'm, <laughs> I'm getting, yeah, hey, i don't know why i said that Logic, this so, logic so saved more lives than me
2: probably that's a yeah probably look, I well apparently more people called the suicide hotline because he got the number out there
0: just like logic fans calling it though just be like hey can i talk to logic is he there
2: <laughs> I mean at least he's giving people Something constructive to do with their pain. I mean, everybody's different. You can be. Some people can be. At least he's giving people a phone number because sometimes you listen to depressing music and you just and you're just like life is shit and you're like yep.
1: Yeah, Elliot Smith was never like hey, hey, here's the number you can call.
2: Right, and the truth is, as anybody who's ever been depressed knows, it's uh the the hardest part of it is that there's like it when you're really down. It's not a, it's not an easy problem to solve because it's not like your even your ability to problem solve is compromised. So at least, whatever. He's giving people the number. I'm sure that made a lot of people who probably were just quietly depressed all the time. It maybe didn't occur to them. Oh, shit. I could just like call somebody and talk. Many people can't afford therapy. My point is like it's just that we live in a weird yeah. world
1: where sliding scale therapy is a thing, by the way. You guys should. Uh, oh, is that like an, an a- app? No, just like, just you know, ther- pay what you can therapy. Yeah, really, just that's true. Yeah, just a plug, just a plug for the listeners. Are you an Eminem guy? Oh, um, how did you feel about awfully hot coffee pot?
2: That's an awfully hot coffee <laughs> pot. Should I dump it <laughs> on I Trump's dump head? It okay, this,
1: probably not.
2: This is my Eminem. People have a lost their mind for about me. that. Well, dude, I like that was
0: another context thing. Somebody sent me a link to it, and I immediately thought like. I had a negative reaction to it. I was like, "Oh, this is brutal." But then, like when I saw people respond to it positively, I rewatched it, and I was like, "Oh, maybe this is better." I didn't really know what to make of it, but it was all just the context of I how think I it, saw it.
2: I'll, I'll tell you what I think, and again, I've thought about this at length. Is that, yeah, you could. Eminem has certainly made some been problematic as a person.
1: I loved when he was problematic.
2: I, I think. Well, I've heard a little bit of his forthcoming album as a music industry professional. Ooh. <laughs> Are you on it?
0: <laughs> Any uh, spoilers you could give us?
2: Um, I'm on five tracks. <laughs> uh, no, I just think it's gonna be—it's a mix of problematic Eminem and like woke Eminem. So he's certainly—I like—he certainly like, he
1: certainly has not picked sides. I like but when he was like doing fucking Family Guy rap, <laughs> like <laughs> when like "Ass Like That" just lose it era. Yeah, that album where like Pee Wee Herman shit. Yeah, so good.
2: No, that's that shit. I
1: like, I was listening to "Ass Like That" yesterday, and like, I was watching the video. Where he does it, most of that song, he does it in a triumph, the insult comic dog <laughs> yeah. voice. Robert Smigel is in the video as Triumph. Oh, really? There's a bunch of cranky anchors in the video. He he, fucking the video is a is like a fucking cranky anchors triumph the insult yeah, comic uh, Eminem, dog crossover. Eminem is
2: very funny. He's it very rules. smart. He said some fucked up stuff. Uh, but here's one thing I'll say about the the awfully hot coffee pot Trump thing. Because I saw a lot of people immediately just like roasting him, and including like lefty people being like, this guy's used to rap about killing his wife, like, fuck him. I've ne- Eminem, like, let's keep it real. Eminem is the only white superstar artist. I wouldn't even venture to say Eminem's the only musical artist who has sold more than a million records. So, like, a big artist. Yeah. Who is straight up, who has a lot, therefore has a lot of white fans. You can't be huge in America unless you have a sizable right. white fans because there's still a lot of white people in this country. Eminem is the only huge artist who not only said fuck Trump, but looked directly into a camera and said, all of my fans who voted for Trump, of which certainly he has quite a few. Yeah. Not only do I not like Trump, I don't like you and you can no longer be my fan. So he. That was big. I didn't see that. Well, yeah, the there second are time I like a it. lot so, of. Right yeah a so lot basically of that, like you answer. know for when i was thinking about it i haven't even said that and i'm like a coastal elite jewish guy in an indie band american republicans right wingers they've been going to see roger waters and u two for years and they know that bono is doesn't like republicans and they don't care because at the end of the day they they're the show's not political, and they can go sit and listen to the songs they like, and they can go home and be like, "Man, I bet if Bono or Roger Waters really like read up on Trump, they'd give it a chance." They can; th- those artists, they have strong political beliefs, but they don't actually alienate their. They could
0: tell themselves that Bono might like me. They don't, like wouldn't think that he would hate
1: me. Right, almost time. Yeah, it's like on like some West Wing with, shit. Uh, with, he took a photo with George Bush. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. So he's like. One of the best collabs this year. <laughs> yeah.
2: So he can. <laughs> so you can be a fan of those Bono types X of Bush. artists. Eminem is the only superstar who straight up said, I don't want your fucking money. I hate you. I mean, I've never heard Bruce Springsteen, and I love Bruce Springsteen. These, these I've never heard him are, say, I hate you to the, his Republican fans.
1: These two, these two white rappers I'm about to name are not on that same level, but G Easy and Macklemore. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump Part 2. By YG. Have you heard this? Oh, they got this on. This exists. They got on they got on oh, the, remix. the remix. Oh, I bet. It's it pretty wild. Very okay. good. I can I'll I'll pull up the the, the G Easy versus is uh pretty wild. I mean it's it's bad. Should we uh, like, should we do a dramatic? It's gotta reading? be said. It's gotta be said. It's off the top like the toupee on Donald Trump's head. <laughs> this man's not peaceful, racism's evil. This man hates Muslims, that's a billion fucking pe- people. Um and then, but at the end, I feel like he sort of undoes, undoes, the, the undoes, some of the things he said on this track, because you know, at the end, he's like, um, it's it's going all bad if he wins this damn thing. Man, America is fucked if he's next up. Take a day to undo what Obama fixed up. It's Young Gerald, so you know who said it. And Ivanka can get it straight up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> like at the end, he's just like, I wanna fuck your daughter.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, the Macklemore versus your politics are like a Starbucks pack. Why? Starburst pack. Starburst pack. Why? Nobody fucks with the orange one. Biatch, banning all the Ooh. Muslims? I, Bool. He says Bool. He says Bool. What if we ban all the white dudes? Because a couple of them have run up in trench coats with rifles. killed in the name name of of jesus christ
2: at the high school i mean he's been some truth
1: party in the streets when hillary wins
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh man oh man if she don't my girl's half canadian i like i like things i like some some macklemore actually
1: nah i'm not gonna stay with stay with them (sighs) i got an eagle on my arm i'm a patriot i'm gonna stay right here i ain't living in fear with my people who are muslims mexican and queer we oh ain't going to let you fuck no, up God, again. I'm not. That's no,
2: positive. There's nothing wrong with what those guys are saying for the most part. But again...
1: And Ivanka can get it, P- straight up. P- Thank you, I mean, Gerald.
2: She. But we, we know, people have been talking about this for years, that
1: you can... No, that would be... I wouldn't fuck Ivanka Trump because I think that would be inappropriate as a member of the resistance. That's Yeah, that would be... That's the main reason why I wouldn't you, Can you be a part of the resistance if, uh, if you fuck Ivanka Trump? If you no, did it for a good cause, if you're, in you would have to turn her you have down. To be
2: ethical, and you shouldn't cuck anybody, even Jared <laughs> Kushner.
1: Cucking yeah. is unethical. Yeah, yeah. even if even if it's even if it's Jared Kushner. Yeah. Yeah, like anybody who's like career, any white person whose career has benefited post election, I I don't trust them. Well, do I feel... Like, any like any of, like, the, you know, verified Trump replier types, like... Yeah. Well, I also, I mean, we've talked about it
0: before, but I thought it was very interesting when Miley Cyrus decided to change her image and become more of an all-American country girl as soon as Trump kind of took office and this new zeitgeist took over of, like, this back-to-the-roots American.
1: <sighs> yeah. I thought
0: it was very, very interesting, the timing of it. And also just how she
1: was... Borderline questionable with her. I, mean, like I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to talk shit about my p- close personal friend. Oh, your close. Miley oh, yeah, from the conversation. I like, yeah. I like Miley, my co Cyrus but
2: it, yeah, no, you're right. It's there's a lot of that. Well, look on a basic level, she might have been pulling the classic artistic maneuver from album to album. You go from extreme to extreme, and sh- if she was going from like a fun party album to a more like mature album, and for her, but you're but no, you're right. She. I was, you know, the surprising thing is sometimes this is what backfires sometimes when you give people the benefit of the doubt, like, because I always feel like as an artist, I don't want to be judged by like the worst possible interpretation at all times, because that's the society we live in. Like everything you do, you have somebody judging you in the worst possible way. So when I hear about Miley being like this album, she's kind of going back to her country roots. When I first hear that, of course, I want to I want to say like, well, that's cool. Maybe she felt like she she did the the coolest Mike Will album she could do. They had an amazing collaboration. She's gonna put that on ice for now because she doesn't want to make a shittier version of it. And she's gonna go make a, her country album. And then she makes these comments though that are really like, oh wow, you know, yeah. when when she says like hip hop's misogynist. Yeah. No. Do, yeah. do you guys listen to SoundCloud rappers? No. No. Not really. You don't. But you Brandon's
0: know who Lil Zan, more, Zan is? Brand-
1: Why do
2: you guys know who Lil Zan is?
0: Mostly uh, Twitter. I like to look at things that make me
1: mad intentionally. Wait, does Lil Zan make you mad? Yeah, a little bit. He doesn't make me mad. A little necessarily. bit. Lil Zan? I Why? I don't not, get. Not all SoundCloud. I don't get, get mad about anything mad, like frivolous.
0: I feel like there should be an age, a uh, age limit to liking SoundCloud rappers. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this, if you're this over
1: young to get in,
0: over. So
1: yeah, I no, mean you How old would be it be? Thirty-one. Listening to Lil Xan. Can we
0: make a, maybe it's like a math equation?
2: But like half your age divided by oh, like
0: what's d- divided the in half minus for, seven is yeah. like how old of a sound I, do, I do like. I, I,
2: well, it's also oh, man. I don't know. It's like it's funny also too. Like now I'm thirty-three. That I didn't think it was that weird when I turned thirty. I was kind of like whatever. I'm still basically in my twenties. That's kind of how you feel. I think we talked about this yeah. once. I kind of felt like people were like, "Oh, is it weird to be 30? And You're like, "No, you dipshit." Yeah. Yesterday I was twenty-nine. But see, now I'm 33. The last oh, three okay. years have blazed yeah. by. And I was thinking about it. I was like, when I turned 30, I was like, whatever, it's just a number. I'm I still feel like I'm in college. And that's how I felt. <laughs> Whereas now and the number 30 didn't like affect me that much, but the number 33, I'm like, that's a grown ass age. That's, that's a grown man number. It's a right grown right ass now. age. I still feel young in a lot of ways. Well, but I could I either mean, go SoundCloud with- or I sometimes I think, should I just fast forward into like into being an old man? Yeah, just become like a, a singer songwriter with an
0: acoustic, like a yeah, like late, Ed Sheeran or something, or even like a late like outlaw country guy, like late stage Johnny Johnny Cash, where he turned. Yeah, Christian. exactly.
2: Also, you can go totally bald and still wear a cowboy hat. Do you know? Nobody even. You know nobody Ed Sheeran? even. Nobody knows which country guys
1: are bald. Ezra, do you know? Do you know Ed Sheeran? No, I, I, I met him once at a I heard party, he, like fucking parties. Oh, he probably. Like actually, Regis. like I'm not even like like or i English, like, English people do more cocaine like like than, like than anybody. You see those tattoos? He Dude, has? he he's fucking boy. he's like he fucks babes. He, and he parties.
0: Those you don't get tattoos that insane without heavy drinking. It's like raging, I, but
1: he he. uh I feel like his like the image he tries to portray on songs is like I'm. I'm a nerdy boy. He's yeah, a little nerdy. But he's like, I, like a, I
2: remember one thing I noticed. Yeah. when I, I basically shook his hand. I don't want to overstate the case. It was like some, we had a mutual friend who was they like, oh, by like the way, quicker. do you know the one thing I'll say about him? And I was a little blown away as he was wearing like a thirty five thousand dollar watch. Damn. Woo. And I was like, OK, Ed, <laughs> you got it and you're flaunting it. I yeah. see. I see you, Mr. Sheeran. I see you, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs>
1: Um, by the way, I've been trying to uh, make indie catch on as like, as like an adjective, like just in regular conversation. Oh yeah. Just to be like, oh man, yo, that shirt is fucking indie, dude. (laughs) Like and hey, does it? Mean? sick like, jeans. Those jeans are looking real indie. Cause <laughs> meaning
2: it because it like reminds you of like two thousand nine. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, I think like well, I do. I feel like oh nine was a very pure year for me because I was in high school and like. Oh yeah, I was. In, yeah, in I was just sort of like uh-huh. consuming a lot of content. That was, was a consuming th- a lot of like things people would say that like, shit.
0: like Did would, like did the bro say that? oh yeah dude that was uh and hipster you know it's I more mean, just right. like a bro all it was
1: always like the hipster runoff thing which r i p yeah r-, r. I. P. r i p Carls, yeah, you were friends with do you know who Carls was i mean I've I've met Carls in person, yeah. you have yeah i i when I got into um vampire weekend, I was in eighth grade, and oh wow i it was, it was actually. It's funny because like, prior to this, like the the first music I started listening to really was like Sufjan Stevens and like Vampire Weekend and like some other people. But prior to that, like seventh grade, like and before that, I only listened to novelty music, <laughs> and like I took pride in that. Like I was just like I only listen. I only fuck with <laughs> Weird Al and Flight of the Concords. Like, if you're not trying to make me laugh, like, I don't want to hear it. I, I like that. <laughs> like, just true fucking... I mean, we got into that era of my life when I was, like, posting on, on like, internet the to- forums. The Toon Zone era. We talked yeah. about, on the, the past podcast, we talk about how I used to post on a message board called TuneZone.net. It was an animation um, he, forum.
0: He had four thousand posts
2: on this.
1: Site. Yeah, I'm a forum that's vet. Easy.
2: Well, yeah, I, I think that's important. I kind of missed the forum era. Well, I mean, I would have been in college for part of it, but I just never got into it. But then I'd hear these stories about how I always forget what it's called, but I remember, uh, Mero of Jesus Mero fame, telling me about he kind of like developed <laughs> his comedic voice on this hip hop forum. That also ASAP Yams was a well-known poster on. What was it? I forget what it was called. But I so then I was like picturing. It. I was like, oh wow. So there's so there was before kind of like classic sh- social media. Yeah. that's what forums I mean, did. Know, I'm so I'm picturing like Mero and Yams in like 2003 on some like arguing about like 50 Cent
1: or something. Yeah, Brock Hampton met on Kanye to the. That's wild. Oh yeah, yeah I know that's a big yeah. forum. Um, yeah, but
2: I've never been a forum person. There are times that I wish I could. I almost wish that I'd never started a band or, be, or got, became, like, an artist because I do feel like my heart... Because it kind of, like, ruined just being, like, a poster for me. Yeah. Because now I'm too sensitive, and I don't want to, like, yeah. bring the pain that I've experienced of, of haters and the liars posters and whatever onto other people. Like, I really, I really have tried since the early days not to talk shit about other people. Uh, or but you or, do
1: talk shit on Time Crisis,
2: I don't talk very much shit on time. Crisis. Jake does. Yeah, Jake. I'm and not then gonna. You're just sort of. I'm not gonna like filter Jake's opinions. Right. But I do. I, always, I I really do try to look on the bright side of things because I do feel like subjecting yourself to being a public person is insane, and the fact that now everybody does that makes me you weep know what? for the uh, world. I was thinking about this. Yeah, it's totally was, crazy.
1: When I was back in Virginia for Thanksgiving, I was like talking to my friend who also dropped out of VCU the college I dropped out of, and I was like, who are, like, the big VCU alums? And I was, like, thinking about it. And in terms of, like, recent years, it's basically just, like, it's me and um, Moot, the creator of 4chan. He also dropped out oh, of VCU. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah, he also is a VCU dropout. So you guys have both been adding a lot of good to the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, like, Close that's some sure. shit yeah, I'm campaigning shut down, the <laughs> yeah. shut down I think this is. Imagine yeah. if that
0: school just never existed how much better the internet would but be. I
2: also think a lot about how back in the day there's kind of like the archetype of like the movie star or like the, the rock star or something who becomes famous and they realize it's it's actually you you give up part of your soul to have all these eyes on you and people talking yeah. about you and actually for everything you you get you lose the simplicity of a quiet life and you know, they go meet their old friend or they go back to their hometown or they go meet like a humble farmer or something. And they're Mm kind of like, man, maybe you got it all figured out. I I sold my soul to be famous. And here you are with like this better attitude about life, just doing something simple every day. And that was this old archetype. In the internet era, that person doesn't even exist. Maybe that was always like a, a falsehood. But, you know, I'm just trying to picture like every, you know, like if, even if I, even with my very minor level of fame that I had in the when Vampire Weekend was really out there, even if I went back to my hometown and met somebody I grew up with and been like, even that person wakes up in the morning sometimes and posts something on Facebook and gets in a flame war with their aunt. So yeah. it's like, even there there's no equivalent of being like, I made a huge mistake in subjecting myself to the spectacle of it's modern culture. Well, yeah. And and you, you who just, you know, kept it simple and, you know, got had a family and just got a, a good job, you avoided that? I'm like, no, you didn't. We're all fucked now.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. A weird thing I've noticed that baffles me is that, I mean, there's people who, have, you know, I, I view it as like you become a poster. Like you are a poster if you cross a certain threshold. And mm-hmm. usually when you do that, you have like a kind of an online persona that you could kind of... Pick and choose what you'd put out there. Although
1: what's the the thing about personas in terms of just like something that's very tiring on Twitter is that a lot of times it feels like my whole timeline is just one account. It, it feels like it's just because everybody you like, follow
2: is so similar.
1: Yeah, because they're all just doing variations on the same joke format. And it's just like people being like, oh, like, look, I'm rephrasing this drill tweet to be about like. The thing that just happened in politics. And it's yeah.
2: like I know. Yeah, no, that that's that's similar to what we were talking about before. I have those instincts too sometimes where I well, actually by posting less, I've kind of like had it less, where just that part yeah. of your mind um inadvertently just starts working on how you could flip it right. into a tweet. into
1: a like, Yeah, into like one of like the five like pre-approved tweet formats. Yeah. yeah. But what
0: I was saying is that to me it's kind of like you're in it or you're out. And if you're out, you're just a civilian that has an account. And those people, I've noticed, are strangely more stressed about the performance of their posts than somebody who is semi-professional with it. Like, people get really self-conscious about, like, whether their post got – their selfie got, like, 90 likes or, like, 105 that the last one got. Like, why did that get
1: 90? I've noticed really? that. L- yeah, absolutely. I don't know. And I don't associate with these
0: people. <laughs> you don't associate with normies. Well, not no. No, like but it's I true. just don't
1: associate with like the the friends that I have that aren't aren't like you know professional posters or whatever. None of them are being like, "Oh, did my selfie get a hundred likes or ninety likes?" Like, they just don't give a shit. Well, yeah. I mean, I they're also like you might just have to notice this
0: about people. It's not like they're blatantly going to bring it up as a complaint to you, but. Yeah. Um, it is like a thing, and even like my mom was talking to her friends, being I mean, like I just, that, especially on even on Facebook. Even I think that it's funny. Generation but, is also but, infected. Yeah, but also I think it's funny because, so like let's say if you view people as professional posters, they spend a certain amount of time online, and then an like a, a person that is not even like barely using the app, like barely posting a lot, they're using it. Just as much, you know, they're on Instagram, on Twitter, just as much where like if you're a professional runner, you're running like I don't I'm not running at all. And a professional runner is running hours and hours per day. It's mm. weird because everybody's using it pretty much the same amount, no matter how
2: yeah, important you know, it is you're to your right, life. So either, either you're part of it or you're not. You, well, yeah. You,
1: you know, something I was thinking about this morning, just vis-a-vis posting and like... <laughs> Just, like, w- when I started using the internet and just, like, the amount I was using the internet, like, from the jump, I realized, like, no matter how much sex I have in life, I'll always have a virgin brain. brain. That, oh, that's like true. Like, I'll always have a virgin brain. An incel of, brain? I'll always have an incel brain just because of, like, when I started u- going online.
0: No, yeah. I think
1: if you were a nerd at one point, you, it's hard to learn, uh, get rid of the nerd rage. And there are well, some it's people not are nerd rage yeah. necessarily. It's just sort of like, well, you have horny, a horny, different... horny virgin brain. Yeah, horny virgin brain.
0: But it's same kind of concept, you know. we're
1: like that was like when we when we were talking about O Four Lohan last week, and I was looking all looking at all those pics. It's like it triggered the, my horny virgin brain. Hard I, too. I yeah, yeah, and, and I just
0: fucking. I mean, for me,
1: it's like the nerd rage.
0: Hard. The nerd rage is like it comes out when like a fratty type dude or like a broish type dude that would have normally picked on me says something to me, I will like automatically assume they're like trying to make fun of me, even if they're being legitimate. It took me a while to just get used to being like, oh, this guy might be just treating me earnestly. It is weird. Right, well, it is it's weird how like
1: how many of my jokes in the first year of standup were like about lacrosse players. <laughs> 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 Ezra, yeah. when did you lose your virginity? Oh, wow. Um,
2: uh, it was eighteen. You were eighteen. It's a good age. That's a good age. that's
1: when you lost yeah. yours, right? Yeah. 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 It's.
2: I, I wish it happened earlier. Um, I'm glad it didn't happen. Me
1: neither.
0: Earlier. Me neither. I'm glad I was awkward. I no, think you just, were
1: formed. That that's like a. I think that that's like a huge part of people's uh, genesis. It's and, formative.
2: Yeah, no, I would. A few years earlier, I would have been pretty happy. But (laughs) oh yeah, you would have been happy
1: at the time. But you know, no. If you you, if you lost your virginity at at fifteen, would Vampire Weekend exist? Hell no. Who's to say? Hell no. Butterfly.
2: Vampire Weekend, I think, probably would have been bigger.
1: (laughs) Oh what? Yeah. Because they'd be like, oh, this guy fucked so young. <laughs> you gotta, Bro, you got to listen to this band name. Vampire Weekend. This guy fucked yeah, <laughs> so no, young. You can tell the singer fucked.
2: My, my point is, like, I don't know how to put it. Like, I don't... See, this is what I, I like. This I is what we need to be okay, fucking I, this is a, doing. This
1: is a very incel show. Wait, by the way, I just thought... I just thought <laughs> this. It would be so funny if, like, we tried doing, like, Stern shit. We, we like tried to like make our guests like ride a Sibian. Yeah. <laughs> Where I just, like, I like, out, I like pull out a fucking Sibian and I'm like, all right, Esther, you want to you wanna ride the Sibian? And then he's like, no. And then I'm like, fine. And then I just start like riding a Sibian. Why not? <laughs> I've never, um, I've never rode a Sibian. Yeah, Sam. I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to ride a Sibian. I'm trying to go on Howard. And then like, he's like, hey, man, you want to ride the Sibian? And I'm like, I already brought my own (laughs) and like (laughs) I just wheel it out. Bring your own Sibian to Howard. That'd be real strong love. Yeah. You guys never get into horny topics on Time Crisis, really, right? No, that's more of a family show. I mean, that's family oriented. Well, also, you can't
2: even curse on Time Crisis.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, they bleep
2: it out. Apple has that policy.
1: I don't know if we talked about how late I started jacking off. I started pretty (laughs) late. I started last week (laughs) (laughs) and uh, (laughs) it's pretty cool. I just, found out, I like. It's my my, my I mom
0: texted me that's cool. that just revealed that she listens to this podcast, <laughs> which is horrifying to me. And she was oh, like, that's "Cool, yeah." And she made it. What did she say about you? Well, Brandon? she, was, she like, was like,
1: "It sounds. It sounds to me like uh, your your friend Brandon. Uh, it sounds like his body is his Wonderland."
0: Yeah, that's what she said.
1: <laughs> yeah, she was like, I'm, she glad was like "I'm glad, glad you talk don't talk about don't... that stuff." That yeah, you don't really talk about that stuff like like I do. I have mixed no. feelings
2: about it because I do feel like our society a lot of problems stem from being too uptight about sex. Yeah. But then at the same time, but then at the like,
1: same time, every ad is like, you're horny. You're horny. You're horny. Buy our shit. You're horny. You dumbass. Our cult- you're a dumb, horny bitch. Our
2: culture is a weird mix of yeah. like stoking the flames of horniness and, and, and then shaming people.
0: It. Yeah. For way. me, that's just like what you were talking about before of like what you choose to be, Revealing to the public,
1: I'll tell you this much: people want Ezra to <laughs> ride a sibian. <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd i am sure. I'd ride a sibian. People want Ezra Koenig to ride a sibian. It's a, other a, podcasts are not doing this. He's you know? an athlete. That's a. That's a sport. The sibian. Yeah, the sibian. Yeah, the sibian is. is a sport. Tennis, unlike tennis, I've ridden Ooh. many mechanical bulls. That it Ooh. is. Or like five. T- I've ridden. S- I've talk I've about that. Ridden like yeah. two. I I think it it is very funny that like. The the stern horny stuff is like funny to me just because like a lot of times people are not watching the video. Oh yeah. And like people are just like listening <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, I'm fucking I'm, I'm real horny off this audio." <laughs> like just him him just him describing like, "Oh, we we have a naked uh playmate Oh uh, yeah, y- yeah, you you look oh, very yeah. wonderful." Or are you into ass play? <laughs> I mean, great yeah, great breasts. He's also like a billionaire, and he would just like bring in fucking freaks. Yeah, <laughs> he would just bring in like he'd just be like, "We've got, uh, we've got Billy the retard," and <laughs> and it's like the whack guy, pack. Yeah, like he's he, still going. A lot too. of those people are possibly homeless. Yeah, uh, well, hopefully yeah. he yeah. pays them. This is them. this is a more ethical. This is a more ethical operation.
2: Oh, what a world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> I read something recently about this philosopher who is anti-natalist, meaning that he believes that he's anti-existence, like he believes it's a morally compromised thing to do to exist, exist and and especially to have children and bring them into Mm -hmm. this world. His point was kind of like, pain hurts more than pleasure feels good. Like he said, would you trade five minutes of the worst pain imaginable for five minutes of the best pleasure imaginable? Most people would say no. Because the five minutes of the worst pain would be so awful mm-hmm. that, and you'd be like, I don't need the best pleasure. Yeah. I've, I, I have to take it, it's okay. Yeah. I'd rather stay within this. realm. And he kind of made this case that, like, most people's lives, even people with kind of privileged lives, ultimately the pain outweighs the good. And that, and he kind of, I don't remember all the details, but when he, he obviously the main counter argument people would give is like, but if existence didn't happen, we'd miss out on all these beautiful things. And I just remember his arguments mm-hmm. against that were like, that's fine. Right. Okay. Do you think it'd be better if just like the the world's if existence ceased? It just ceased. Why hasn't he entirely? killed himself yet? I guess is my question. No, I mean I guess he I, yeah, I wonder he is must it, have an argument. Isn't for that. he a
0: poser? I think he's a poser if he hasn't killed himself.
2: That's a good point. But I think his put
1: that book out and then I'm just gonna
0: email him with that. Yeah. Or just like just go to one of his events and just be like, hey, sir, uh, aren't you a, kind of a poser for not Yeah, you exist. If, just like yourself, if, if you just post on his Twitter, like-
2: kill yourself, bro. And he writes back, you should never <laughs> even joke about that. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I'm sure his argument is something like... He brings out logic. Is like, oh, well, actually... I'm, I'm sure his argument would be something like killing yourself is like an act of violence that hurts, that brings more pain into the world and the, the real gangster way to go out would just be like old age?
1: I don't know. I I haven't figured out when I want to die exactly, but not. I I, I want uh, less than 50. Really? Whoa. (laughs) For real? Maybe. I don't know. That's short. I want to be old as hell. Maybe I'll be an old man. I can be an old man.
2: I don't know. I guess, yeah, the truth is we don't really get to choose it. Yeah, we don't
1: get to choose. Do you want to live to be old? Very old? How old do you want to... When do you want to go out? You know what's ideally? crazy?
2: It's like it's like anybody. It depends on the day. Yeah. There's days where I'm like, you know, feeling depressed, or you're kinda like, I've had enough. I've seen it all. And I'm not yeah. even talking about it in like a really dramatic way. No, no, no. I mean yeah. I mean I mean even in like a very dry way. I'm not saying yeah. like on some. <laughs>
1: I mean, I need to get <laughs> not, like
2: not on some logic shit. I need
1: if, to get a few projects in first.
2: Well, yeah. I mean that's a problem that I've had a little bit, even like like we were talking about before working on this yeah. album, is I don't have the uh the problem with a bucket list is you sometimes get to the end of it yeah, real quick. And I'm more, I more—I had a pretty, like, I can't tell if my bucket list was, like, ambitious or humble. yeah. But I more or less, like, did everything on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that number was one, that was one of the things. And you wanted to
1: write a Sibian. And I
2: wanted to write a Sibian. I'd done that in the privacy of my home. But, yeah, I think <laughs> I think truly if when I was, like, even when I was like a tween, if you asked me what was on my bucket list, I probably would have said some shit like, "Go to Japan," um, yeah. do have a have a band that releases an album that blah blah blah. Right.
1: Um, I don't know. Release they, a Netflix anime with Jaden Smith. Re- release a Netflix anime. And you're twelve Netflix years old, and it's like, what? Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> who's you, Jaden Smith? Who, what? Yeah. What are? What are any of these things besides it's like, anime? It would be like. <laughs> <laughs> what are so, these you know, words? <laughs> you
2: know, remember it's like yeah, when I was troll, I'd be like, remember Independence Day you saw this summer? <laughs> in four years that guy's gonna have a kid. <laughs> um I I just feel like yeah, you get to the end of your bucket list and then you actually like realize that bucket lists are kinda whack. No, because, they're super yeah, whack. Because I, real yeah. life is not about like doing a bunch of dumb shit. Like I've become very yeah. uninterested in travel. I have I've certainly have not seen it all, but I've seen enough. Right. You know, just being on tour, you travel so much. So I've yeah. kinda like lost the that, that excitement to go to a new place. Yeah. Which in some ways is a good thing because it makes you realize you got to focus on like that the real, real life happens where you are with the people around you and stuff. But yeah, you get to that. I don't really have a bucket list anymore. I
0: have, I've had a, a, a reverse bucket list. I think it's better. <laughs> I mean, it's not not joke. <laughs> what does really. that mean? No, it's like, what? it's a more of a, a in my head. Yeah, a bucket list is where you make like a checklist of things you want to do um, before you die my The reverse bucket list for me is like a list of things in my head that I have done that wound up being like very unexpected noteworthy that I view as oh, like Oh, where you're big like, things. now this is this
2: thing that I've already done. Uh, it's like so something that either. I didn't
0: expect to be able to do that I wound yeah. up doing, it's which is mo- very it's cool. More,
2: it's like more like your resume or something. I
0: guess, yeah, like a life resume. But I think that's better. To just appreciate what you have done. Yeah. That you didn't expect to do. If you set
2: expectations,
0: it w- sometimes it could
2: be not even as well, cool as you think. I know what you mean. It's, some people might call that a pessimistic worldview, but I, I found that's helpful for me sometimes. Like the there's so much
1: pressure to, you're to the, succeed. You're you're like an empathetic nihilist.
2: Yeah, I guess so. And, and, there, and but also like there's there's so much pressure to succeed mm-hmm. that there's been times when I've been really excited about what I might have left to do. Right. Uh, But really that's just ego is like, is feeding it. And so, so so actually I feel the most stable when I say to myself, you know what? You released three successful albums with a band. You accomplished everything you'd ever dreamed of in terms of just like traveling the world and playing music. Uh, And you made a Netflix anime Everything from here on out is icing on the cake. And even when I think about Vampire Weekend, I'm kind of like, you know what? I know I'm going to make at least two albums. I signed a record deal to make two albums, so I'm at least <laughs> going to make two albums. But also, so not, rather than thinking about what can I achieve with these two albums, what can I do to broaden our reach? That's kind of like the U2 mentality. How can I jam my shit onto other people's phones? How can I keep <laughs> growing the brand and the business? Yeah. I, I feel more confident when I say, you know what? Did some cool shit. Now I've I've got an opportunity. I can run this shit into the ground. That makes me feel good. The you know. But you have to really like own that because then if in five years I fully ran into the ground, like everybody hates me, <laughs> I did like the weirdo shit that was in my heart. Because like deep down, Neo Yokio is probably speaks to my soul more <laughs> than the most sincere moments of Vampire Weekend in a weird way. Just like that deep down, that brings me.
1: And time crisis.
2: And time crisis. Though even just like this shit, this is what I like to do. I just like to, yeah. to talk and hang out.
1: That's what to I us. love. Yeah. I like to talk to you two guys. As I yeah. said, this was on my bucket us list. Specifically. All right. We did we've done uh two hours.
0: We're two hours, fifteen we've minutes. We've done more deep.
1: than two, <laughs> two right, hours. Yeah. It's gonna be cut down by the time you listen to it. Yeah. yeah. We just sat at this damn table
2: of. and talked.
1: You know, yeah, just some old fashioned talking. Just
2: talking Ever heard I heard of I it? love it. This I do have to say, though, that doing this podcast delayed the Vampire Weekend record by about two months. <laughs> <sighs> Your fans
0: are going to come at us.
2: I should have been at the studio. Um, We're in the studio. I guess, yeah, well, I was in the podcast yeah, this studio. The studio. This is I, the real studio. I, I, Scott, I, I swear, I wish that... I, at the end of the day, I, I've said this before, I, I really think that, the, that life is about just hanging out and talking. I agree. And not, not on, not on Twitter in person. Yeah. And therefore, if I could just pod for the rest of my life, I would just go from pod to pod, do your own pod, stop by another pod. I haven't done podcasts in a while, but also I love the idea to, I like doing this because I like doing podcasts where you're not on your promo cycle. Yeah. Although I did show for all of my projects. But, you know what I mean? Like, there's something whack about I've done, because I've done one, I've done, like, the, the more, uh, the classic ones. What's the one? Like, Nerdist. But I feel like I was doing it, like, in, when I was promoting yeah. an album. Points. And, I've gotten points. <laughs> but what other ones have I done? I did Brady Stinellis' one back in the day. That was interesting. I haven't done a podcast in a while. But, you know what I mean? I love, like, the truly informal thing, where it's, like, people who listen to your guys' podcast can hear it. People interested in me talking to you guys can listen to it. But, again, it's, like... It's like a humble space, versus like being
1: on your promo cycle. Being like, t- I, I do think I was talking about tweeting less earlier. I do think the podcast has been a part of that because it's like, it's it's like uh, it's much harder for people to like pick apart something you said from a podcast versus just like copy pasting a tweet. Well, it's yeah. like yeah, IRL quote tw- quote tweet a podcast. It's yet. a lot safer.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, that's no re- that. Yeah, if you say something horrible on a podcast, yeah. like you're gonna get in trouble too. But yeah, at least it's. Um, I'm sure one of us will eventually, an- yeah. after enough episodes. Yeah. It's you got a much this, safer space. You
1: got
0: for this horn dog on racism. the mic yeah. for Brandon. <laughs> yeah, but <whatever.
2: laughs> yeah, there, there's something not, I think everybody should have a podcast. Like I know that it's there was a while where the joke after the first wave of successful podcasts, then the joke became, "Oh my god, everybody has a podcast." Right. And actually, I think Good. it's cool. Like, did you guys uh, uh, ever take a creative writing class in, in yes. uh, yeah. high school or college? I remember when I, I'd taken creative writing in, in high school and a little bit in college, and I remember the thing that I loved about it, because it's not really something I pursued. I'm more interested in music than, than, like, short stories. But the thing I liked about it is that you sit there with 10 people, 10 fucking randos. <laughs> you got some, like, people from at least in my experience, it's like at college, it's like people from all over the place, people yeah. from different countries sometimes, people from different backgrounds, and everybody gets together and they just write something. And in this weird way, like in this, like now that now that everything's like so professional and shit, there's something maybe, I'm like nostalgic for that period of just being like, even like somebody who sucked at writing, there's something really interesting about just seeing what like that weird ass bro when he got the yeah. assignment, I was like, I was always like interested to read it and they weren't that long. And in a weird way too, like, that's why even, even like the really amateur type podcasts are kind of like fun because it's just people talk again, it's people talking, writing, that's what life's all about. And I don't know why that, that's how Twitter used to feel. I don't know why it doesn't feel like that anymore.
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is that me and Brandon are the true artists, I think As so. Potters. I think so. You guys are, you Kanye's. You hear you heard it here first,
2: folks. Ezra Koenig, <laughs> we are the Kanye West of podcasts. You're the Kanye and Eminem. <laughs> I Thank won't say you. who's who. <laughs> that's right. Well, I wish that I wish there was like an audio Twitter. Maybe that's what podcasts can be. Well, wow. How does that, how would that work? Audio Twitter.
1: Well, there was bumpers for a while. And that <laughs> what's that? Sort of-
2: Bumper, so- Bumper sounds like a like a hamburger place for kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I could do voice memo
0: tweets where you're still trying to do the same stupid Twitter joke oh, formats, like, like hey, extremely
1: hey. Justin Bieber voice, i <laughs> 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 not doing the voice. Yeah, so. I, I'm just I'm saying extremely Justin like, hey, Bieber guys, voice. My, my brain asterisk. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Tona, Running
1: asterisk. do voice I guess yeah. I'm gay asterisk.
2: Don't <laughs> 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 is important, and that's why at least with potting. <laughs> You hear tone of voice and stuff and that's yeah. no, that's, that's slightly huge. better than a text based world. Absolutely. So thank you for inviting me into this Absolutely. safe horny space. Thank you. I had fellas. a great time having you uh, on. Um any
1: plugs before we um Do you have any, really plugs, have any plugs?
2: You have any plugs? Oh, um I don't know. Ladybird is pretty good. Ladybird yeah, is, so Lady so is very good. Lady Bird is very good. Uh,
1: I, I used my MoviePass for the first time. Went to a theater with like reclining seats. Mine
0: still hasn't come, so that might be a reverse a plug on MoviePass. Oh, pass. I do want to yeah.
1: plug the MoviePass, even though they haven't paid us. It is a great deal. Ten dollars a month, you get to. No, end end you I just tried to, to reverse
0: plug them. They haven't even they haven't sent me it. It's been two months. I haven't had my yeah. freaking card. It's really it's a reverse plug in the. Movie I love. Pass. It's really
2: cool just to shout out shit when you're not getting paid for it. Yeah. Um Dunkin' Donuts is my favorite chain.
1: I love Dunkin' yeah. Donuts. Not many. There I aren't many a, out in LA, I love but I do like... love a blueberry donut from Dunkin' Donuts. I
2: do like Dunkin' Donuts and... And um, the shout time out to the M- M-
0: Makita Power Trills. Big <laughs> fan of uh, <laughs> Makita, the Makita Power Tool Company. Make great
2: products. Um, my espresso I, machine. I, I do yeah, have... know yeah, Nike. I like Nike better than Adidas. I don't know why. Huh. I have no good reason to, yeah. and I know that Adidas is cooler than Nike now, but... I feel bad that the cool thing isn't cool anymore, so I'm gonna really plant a flag in the sand Just and say that Nike. I, I I
1: think Nike still makes some good shoes. I'm glad you're uh, really getting word for <laughs> yeah. Nike. Just to the um, and also have, McDonald's. Yeah, what's your plug? McDonald's. Uh, this oh yeah, this comes out Monday, so tomorrow, if you live in LA, come to the Satellite. Brandon Wardell and friends. I've got Kate Berlant, um, myself. Dax Flame is gonna do a video presentation. There's some good guests. It's a good lineup. It's a spicy lineup. And then December ninth is the final teen party at Los Globos. Whoa. And Jack is gonna DJ. You should come, you should do a set. Okay. And just like play. We show. can go back to back. I'll do a B2B with you if you want. Ezra might DJ. Jack is definitely gonna DJ. I'll think about it. Ezra's thinking about it. That's long, December 9th. Uh, okay, as long as it starts. Put that before, on the flyer. Ezra thinking about can I, it. Can I
2: can I DJ at like seven p.m.? <laughs> it be starts up all at night. ten. It starts at ten.
1: You can go at like eleven.
2: I'd rather. I'd really rather start. Do it at like seven.
1: Just before. Just t- <laughs> but seven still p.m. Put on the flyer. Please don't mention yeah. when. Why don't
2: you open doors at six thirty? I'll do a set from seven to seven <laughs> thirty. All right, we'll figure it out. But in the meantime, thanks for listening,
0: everybody. Thank Ezra, you, Ezra. Thanks for coming on. Thank you.